I have become a great fan of yours and stumped the rabbi and wanted to ask you where the letter is in the Kutasiches about the Jewish words not being played to wild non-Jewish style music that the Rebbe answered someone who was a Balchuva and wanted to do that. Okay, in other words, the question is, I said in more than one of my classes that music doesn't become kosher because you change the words. The beat sometimes is wild and non-Jewish style to the extent that the music itself leads in a direction which is inappropriate and doesn't matter where you're going to put to it, the music is not good. That's the source of this question. The answer is, it's in the Kutta Sichis, Chelek Lamed Ches, page 179 and 180. And from what I understand, there was an answer to Avi Piamentas, and his brother, to who had great experience and great success in modern music, in pop music, what we would call rock and roll, which has also evolved a lot over the years, who were involved deeply in Yiddishkeit, and they were interested not just in knowing what was kosher, but actually using their skill and their experience for the betterment of Yiddishkeit, how they could create music which would be in the spirit of Yiddishkeit and the betterment of Yiddishkeit. And the answer is long. You can look up the answer in the original. Um, and I, I would divide the answer up into three parts. Number one, instruction specifically for their future career as musicians. Number two, the question about creating music schools, music instruction to from Haredi boys and girls based on their experience and know-how that would be consistent with the spirit of Yiddishkeit. And number three, it's almost a tangent, it's almost a digression in the Rebbe's response, an analysis of the nature of rock and roll in general, and particular the conception, the idea that people have regarding rock and roll. So I'm not going to read all of the answer, but I will read the part that's relevant to the third part. When it comes to them personally, the Rebbe is very encouraging. The Rebbe says, you have experience. You're well known. Um, you should use it for spreading of Yiddishkeit, but it's very, very important that people dissociate your former career from your current career. They don't just see it as a continuation. And the Rebbe very much encourages them to do this because part of what the Rebbe says is the situation of Pekuach Nefesh, and they are in a unique position to reach out to Jewish people that other people cannot using their music. Number two, as far as creating schools of instruction to from boys and girls for music. The Rebbe is very worried about it, um, particularly based on how he appreciates rock and roll music and uh, the spirit of rock and roll music and the cultural association with rock and roll music. That for all of these reasons, the Rebbe is very hesitant. He's very afraid about it giving from boys and girls access to a culture that they really don't need because no matter how well intended the teachers may be it's not just what they want to give the student it's what the students take that has to be considered in creating that model so those two ideas I just orally repeated to you from the text and as I always tell my students never trust me look it up in the original and see if I'm repeating it accurately um, but the third part I want to read are the Rebbe's feelings towards rock and roll music I want to read the Rebbe's um, 
words. This is, I guess, the fifth paragraph or the sixth paragraph of this lengthy answer, and I'm reading verbatim and I'm translating. This music is not only secular. But rather, it it creates, it founds, it builds within the listeners an approach regarding their own which includes harisa sakbalas, shattering all limitations, and shattering the existing order. You may remember that in the 60s they had a song about we need no education, we need no break down the walls, break down the blackboards, part of the revolutionary culture, the counterculture of the 60s, and which spills also into the 70s. And of course now we've this has become the mainstream is about breaking barriers. And the Rebbe says that this music is not only secular, but it creates within a person a feeling of revolting, of breaking barriers. Parenthesis, koilel, including and particularly painfully, particularly the area of tznias and morality that the nature of this music creates within a person an attitude and a feeling towards revolution, v'chulu, and so forth. And several paragraphs later, where the Rebbe is discussing about creating a school to teach music, the Rebbe writes, point two, Eich lahavtiach, how to secure, she'elu, that those people, she'atachnis, that the program of music education, tachnisem lo'elam ha'muzika, which is going to bring them into the world of music, lo'yichnisu, is not going to cause these now young students to enter gam l'chelki ha'chigadl, into what is the 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 mass the primary area of of uh, modern music al at least in its quantity in other words what we call pop music hakayam kavad that already exists vamaguvam v'yezi which is very diverse v'sheini magbel klau and doesn't have constraints in other words if you give a person access to this kind of music as an education they're just going to go into the to the to the world of music and much of it is undesirable based on the point that the Rebbe made before. Vishene Magbil Klala doesn't provide people with any parameters. Padrab, to be sure. Sismase, the theme of the music world. Hakel Mutalach, all is permitted. Hakol all is desirable. Shetanatse ba'atzmachadavke. That you should try it, you should experiment with it yourself. The word Ratsui and ba'atzmachadavke are underlined. For emphasis, everything is desirable that you should experiment for yourself. Maze, what it is, or Mativi, and what is its nature. Obavay Hazman, and eventually, Tachlet Ba'atzmacha, you'll personally be able to decide. Hayachas Shalachal Dover, your personal attitudes towards each thing. Miblik Kol Deis Kedumis Klaw, without any earlier philosophies and beliefs that come before. And the Rebbe concludes, I should really speak more about it, but it's going to be concise in his language. So here again, the Rebbe speaks, in the first paragraph that I read in translate, the Rebbe speaks to the nature of the music. In the second paragraph that I read in translate, the Rebbe speaks to the nature of the music culture. And in both cases, the Rebbe is very, very wary of people trying to experiment with this kind of music, especially young people, because of the nature of the music itself and the nature of the music industry. Which leads to this conclusion, and I know people don't want to hear this, but it is the truth. The Rebbe does believe in control. The Rebbe does believe 
in self-control. The Rebbe even believes in that terrible thing called authority. Not every person, especially young person, is in a position to make decisions like these constructively and healthily and wisely. And there is danger. The biggest Hasidish boy or Hasidish girl who's very gifted in music, who exposes themselves to this kind of music, not the music as a whole, but this kind of music, is at severe risk that the music is going to conquer them. Of course, they're going to justify it. They're going to say they're only experimenting. They're only curious. But people don't necessarily get to make decisions once they're down the path. They have to make the decisions before they enter into them. And the Rebbe clearly is very weary about uh, this kind of exposure and this kind of a choice in music that people listen to and this kind of a choice in the kind of music that people choose to play. I mean, it's very, very famous that the Rebbe told a very, very famous person in the Jewish music world that he should put his guitar down or it will destroy him. And from the Rebbe's perspective, it did destroy him because it, it broke parameters of Yiddish Shamayim.